Hi, this is Richard Pryor Jr., and you're listening to TV Confidential. Here's Lucy. Starring Lucille Ball. Robert, she wants a reminder that we will play part two of our interview with actor Robert Hooks in our second in the meantime, our friends at the Hollywood Museum celebrated the legacy of Lucia Ball with a new lobby exhibit called Remembering Lucy that features props, costumes, posters, and other items from Lucy's career from the 1930s and 1940s, as well as items from her radio career, her iconic television shows, I Love Lucy, The Lucy Show, and Here's Lucy, plus such personal items as the tinted eyeglasses with large frames that Lucy wore near the end of her life. The Remembering Lucy exhibit will be on display in the Redhead's only room located on the first floor of the Hollywood Museum for display throughout the summer. There was also a special preview last week of the Remembering Lucy exhibit at the Hollywood Museum that featured celebrities in attendance, and we had a chance to do some remote interviews with some of those celebrities from the floor of the Hollywood Museum, including our friend Jeffrey Mark. We're at the Hollywood Museum for a spe- as part of the special tribute to Lucille Ball, uh, commemorating the 30th anniversary of Lucy's death. And here with us is our friend Jeffrey Mark. Jeffrey Mark, walking, talking film and television historian, author of many books, including the Lucy book. And imminently patient, because I'm always honest with my audiences. We did this entire thing once, and we had a technical glitch. And this is what happens. It happens on sound stages. It even happens on Broadway shows where if the singer and the orchestra fall apart, you start and you stop and you start again and you're happy to do it because you're in show business. So I'm happy to answer your questions again because you know what? You're going to have better questions this time. What's so great about your Lucy book is that you actually had a chance to sit down and talk to Lucy. I'm a very fortunate man. She gave me an enormous compliment. Because I asked her, the question that led to the whole interview was, your friend Jack Benny says, and that got her attention, your friend Jack Benny says that people tune in to watch sitcoms week after week because of certain repeated pieces of shtick or pieces of attitude or catchphrases. And she kind of like, oh, really? Okay. And I said, you dropped two of yours, the crying Jag, and the spider, and for our friends who are listening, the spider is what her writers called when she went, was called in her script, the spider. I said, why did you drop them? And she said, young man, that is the most intelligent question anyone's ever asked me about my comedy. After that, I could ask anything I wanted. (laughs) So she opened up the book to me so uh, that I could write a book. And um, if you want the answer to that very long answer, the question, the answer is in the Lucy book, get a copy. But uh, the short answer was that her writers changed and she didn't write her shows. Other people did so that when they didn't put stuff in, she didn't say it. And she felt in 1984 when this conversation happened, she said, I'm getting too old for Mr. Mooney or Uncle Harry or Ricky to yell at. It's not funny when somebody yells at an elderly woman. So I just felt crying, I'm too old for that. 
Jeffrey Mark, Jeffrey Mark, author of the Lucy book, giving us a glimpse in, uh, into who Lucy was as a person when Jeffrey talked to her for the first time, the first of many times uh, in 1984 for his book, The Lucy Book, which is now available at Amazon or wherever books are sold. But you're going to update the Lucy book and, and, and re-release it in the next uh, few months or so. Well, the Lucy book as it sits is a compendium of her television career from live television till she died everything everything she ever did variety shows commercials talk shows game shows other people's shows her shows now i'm going to add in all of the radio shows wildcat her broadway musical and the films so it's going to be between two covers lucille ball's career i know this i'm not sure how many other people know this lucy I think at the time she was doing the Lucy show, she did a weekday show for CBS Radio. Yes, because she wasn't busy enough running a studio, <laughs> having her own show and being a guest on other shows. Let's talk to Lucy. Uh, I think she did it because it gave her new husband, Gary Morton, something to do and a way for him to learn how to be a producer because he eventually became her producer for the nighttime shows. And it gave her a chance to be Lucille Ball. It gave her a chance to let her friends and fans get to know her again outside of the Lucy character because it had become so identified with her. And I think she wanted to know people. She wanted to honestly ask Doris Day or Barbara Streisand, all right, I've been through this. Now you're going through it. What's your take on it? There was an, a very intelligent woman underneath the orange wigs, and it gave them a chance to show that. Yes, and, and you know this from hosting radio show yourself. You put a lot of who you are as a person when you talk to people uh, on, in an interview situation, and we got to hear that every day in the Lucy radio show. Yes, because she was asking intelligent questions, but she was interacting with her peers. You know, so she, was, she wasn't like I might or our host might be asking a much bigger star question. Most of the people she talked with were not as famous as she was, but she understood the business so well that she could ask really interesting questions. It's, it's, it's like she's letting us into a world that only few people other than her are part of. That's a good way to put it. Thank you. Uh, Jeffrey Mark, Jeffrey Mark, author of the Lucy book. I have been told that Lucy, one of the, one of Lucy's gifts as a person is that she was very generous with young talent. While she may not go out of her way to seek them out, if they came to her, she was an open book. Uh, Barbara Eden, I believe, is one such example. Ruta Lee directly told me that Lucy was very much a mentor. Miss Ball, like any secure show business person, secure show business person and I think the more successful they are of her generation the more generous they could be if you knew you had talent if you had a drive and an ambition to get somewhere and you sought her help Miss Ball could be your best friend as long as you have the talent and the drive and the ambition you showed her what you wanted to do okay here's how you get from here to there I do it today with people, young people. I mentor a lot of young people in the business. I'm nowhere near her stature, but I think I have been helped by a lot of people. So was she. Ms. Ball never forgot the people in her early career who mentored her 
and helped her develop the talent that she had so she could become Lucy, the people that we know. But there's a Lucille who was once a young hopeful and she never forgot that. I understand, speaking of never forgetting uh, who you are, I understand that you recently went back and wrote your memoir and your memoir is done. When can we expect to hear, uh, read the Jeffrey Mark story? I think I'm going to withhold the name of the book because I don't want it stolen because it's the best name I've come up with next year. And I think while the Ball, Arnez, Luckinbill family has nothing to worry about, the rest of Hollywood is going to be a little sad because I'm telling everything I know. Jeffrey Mark is the author of the Lucy book, Ella, a biography of the legendary Ella Fitzgerald, and many other books on music, film, and television. Tell people where they can find you, Jeff. Amazon.com, or if you want autographed copies, find me on Facebook, and I'll sell them to you myself. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Ed, your show is one of my favorite to do, and it is always a pleasure. Jeffrey Mark, author of the Lucy book from the floor of Hollywood Museum last week at the special reception for the Remembering Lucy exhibit. The Remembering Lucy exhibit will be on display this summer in the Redheads Only Room at the Hollywood Museum. We'll be back with more TV Confidential right after this. Got a product or service that you want our listeners to know about? Become an advertiser or underwriter of TV Confidential and let our brand help promote your brand. For more information, go to televisionconfidential.com forward slash advertise or visit the TV Confidential page at advertisecast.com. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at tvconfidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411 or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.